This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I did just offer you a, a chocolate um, hobnob and you said uh, no. And that we'd talk about it on the podcast. Yes. Hey, what, what's, what's, what's happening? Well, shall we do the intro first? This was meant to be the intro, Mark. The cold open? Yeah. I feel like it might be a bit long for a cold open. Well, you're not making it any shorter. (laughs) Well, basically, new me, Danny. Oh, yeah? Oh, is that going to go into it then? Yeah, perfect. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the podcast studio by the one and only Mr. Danny Ward. Hello, friends. And it is a Tour Talk episode, which means it's not a guest episode, but we have got some guest episodes coming up very shortly, which is very exciting. And we are back. We've been away for a little while, haven't we, Danny? How, how are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks, champ. All right. We have to, tell, we have to keep the people informed, Mark. The people. The people, yes. So um, the last time we were sitting on this uh, couch was the, uh, it would have been the 28th of August, wouldn't it? Which was the day after my birthday, which was two days after we got back from Edinburgh. And uh, that was actually the last podcast we did. So apologies for the delays uh, in in, in getting the content out. And that does seem like a long time ago, doesn't it? (laughs) I mean, metaphorically and literally quite a long time. Yeah. Because uh, basically, obviously, well, what happened to keep, the reason why we've had had a break is um, um, uh, my mum passed away after um, a year's illness. Yeah. And um, so it was, uh, this year has been, um, been a bit of a shit year, really, isn't it? Yeah. What? I mean, it's just non- <laughs> With dear Gareth and, uh, and my mum. And, um, but uh, she was, it, she, it was, uh, you know, obviously it's really rubbish when, a, uh, when, when anyone dies, mm. um, who, you, who you're close to. But, um, you know, very grateful for a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, grateful to the NHS and all the carers. Grateful to my dad for showing me what... Um, what uh, basically um, devotion looks like. Yeah. I'm grateful for my mum for, I mean, I always knew she was kind, Mark. I just didn't realise how brave she was. And uh, I do now. Yeah. And um, all this, the neighbours as well, who, you know, all rallied around over the last year. So, you know, there's a lot of blessings and a lot of, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of wisdom to be gained as well. Yeah. So um, it's, uh, we, uh, we, we were not into the traditional kind of things in our family. So we had this, she loved Strictly Come Dancing. So we had, so we had this uh, really amazing celebration last week called Strictly Come Celebrate Jill. 
Oh. And we uh, decorated a room in the Plymouth <laughs> Guildhall as a, uh, as a, um, a, 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 what do you call it? A, a ballroom. Yeah. A ballroom. And um, it was a proper celebration with um, uh, uh, people talking about her. Then we had a like, really good buffet and a, even a disco. So um, that, was, uh, that was a really, really great, modern, different way of doing things. Yeah. None of this having a hearse. Yeah. You know, none of this being in a cold crematorium. None of this looking up the road and seeing the next lot looking to come in. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. All done at our own pace, in our own way, really, really personalised. And uh, I actually, the celebration, I hosted it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you you have referred to it many times to me as a show. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I've always, and this is quite a good talking point for public speaking, Mm. is that You've mentioned this thing about the breathing yes. thing in the past on the podcast. When I'm, yeah, when I'm speaking at funerals, I get this inability to quite catch my breath. Yeah. And as I'm talking, it's really unnatural. And I don't think it's as obvious to the audience as it is to me. It's a bit like a nervous thing. But I, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, your nerves are shot. Mm. And you, you, you know, you've just, something's gone. It's, it's a really strange physiological response to feeling nervous. Yeah. You know, and I guess some people get it when they're doing stand-up. I'm lucky, thank fuck, I've never been afflicted with it doing stand-up mm. comedy. I don't think. But when I'm trying to talk, and and it's like that. And it's all very well hosting your mum's celebration of life, but you have to be able to host it. I mean, I'm I'm in <laughs> awe of you being able to do that because I, I just literally wouldn't be able to do that. I don't think, like... So my worry was, like, what happens if I get that breathing thing? And then, yeah. you know, the game's up. Yeah. It's, yeah, so, so it's all very well said I'm going to do it, but you have to be able to do it. Mm. But, um, you know, a couple of people gave me some pep talks. and um, But I had my friends there. Yeah. And um, uh, and they were going to sit at the back. And I said, no, you're not. Mm. You sit at the front table. And seeing my friends there, Mark, at this thing, doing that, it didn't feel like a funeral. It felt like a, a, a gig. Yeah. And I thought, with your friends next year, you can do anything. Yeah. You can do absolutely anything. And I looked at him, I got such strength from that, that, uh, like I said, an awful lot of blessings. And um, the, uh, the, the and it went really, really well. And I didn't get that breathing thing. If anything, I did film it. And I've looked back. If anything, I look too relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning on the, uh, there's like a little, uh, you know, what do you call it? A little... Uh, like David Brent. Plinth. Not a plinth. What's it called? One of them things. A, a lectern. Yeah. Which we'd covered in tinsel and all that. And I was sort of leaning forwards on it like a... A little bit too nonchalant. But you know what? It's probably that thing of talking yourself into being able to get through it is you, because like, it's that kind of thing of getting your brain straight of like, oh, I'm gonna, I need to be totally relaxed. Yeah. I need to, to get through it. I need to be relaxed. And then you just committed to it. Uh, yeah. It was, it was I know, really, uh, you know, really quite something. Mm. So um, like, like that's, uh, you know, that, that's done now. And uh, I've absorbed my mum into my heart and she's there forever pain free so it's now it's all time to uh, you know it's all systems go now yeah and uh, with you know with that in mind i i, I um i uh, is, is is the term um, delivered my first tiktok yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so so you know a call out to uh, everyone to make sure they follow me on the socials now because i'm you know i've got a new uh, i've got a new uh, not lease of life that might that's not quite the term i mean but it's yeah. a, a new focus now yeah you know that we've uh, last year was the year it was Mm-hmm. And my mum said something really, really cute. She whispered to me in, 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 uh, in a, some of her final days. She went to, I've got a, a, a secret connection with Gareth. <laughs> I went, oh yeah, what's that mum? She went to BMG, you know. Be more Gareth. And, be and, more. But I, and I went, because she's called Jill with a G. I went, be more Jill. And she went, yeah. 
and then just, my goodness. <laughs> she just went shut her eyes for a little snooze. Oh. So, um, so, uh, and That's... the other thing, of course, is that she got to see me and you and yeah. Gareth win the Victoria Wood Award. Yeah. And wow. we went to see Victoria Wood in the 90s a couple of times in Plymouth. And she even asked me to read out the um, speech that we read. Mm. Um, at, at, his, at the award ceremony to her. Yeah. I, I didn't do your voice. <laughs> <laughs> but she. But there was a bit where we talked about how Gareth's um, sons were in safe hands yeah, yeah. with Laura, his wife. Mm. And that's when she went, oh, lovely. And uh, that was a tough gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but, you know. So nice. That... So, so, yeah, it was a really... The fact she saw that, because, you know, as yeah. we said, that wasn't an award for being the best comedians, mm. but it was certainly a award for being some of the kindest. And that's what my mum always prioritised in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. and I think she would have been, I could have won the uh, the, the Edinburgh the actual, Match Award and it wouldn't have meant as much to her yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as that one that we got for Gareth. Yeah. So, um, so it's, uh, you know, that's why where, where we've, where we've been. Yes. That's, um, uh, and now I think that's a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. What more do you want? Chill out everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've, it's, uh, you know, we love the podcast and we're going to be, be cracking on the, yes, we've recorded some episodes when the next one goes up in January 24 <laughs> from Mark's in uh, Australia. Um, so, so yeah, so this is just, a, this is a catch up one. Mm. This is where we're, we're back on the tour. We're, we're, we're back for the, you, you missed a few tour dates. Yep. Um, Joey, for, Page, for, uh, Joey Page and uh, Matt Bragg. Matt and, Bragg. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, um, who else? It was, um, you had a couple of... Michael Akadiri oh, yeah, yeah, stepped in. God, that feels like bloody ages ago. Well, it does. Yeah, because he was the first first guy to step in. Yeah. Um, for Bishop Stortford. Um, so thanks to those guys. Each one of them did br- brilliant job. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant-ish job, Mark. <laughs> Come on, mate. I'm still grieving. <laughs> Um, so, so yes, yeah, so you're back. So we, we've done, yeah. we did, just did a run up it's north. It's a lovely run up north, didn't we? Really nice. Cause really, I, you, you, I like the Yorkshire gigs. I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to put it out there, Danny. Why, why, why I, not? I'm not yeah. Why wouldn't you? They're, they're nice people. <laughs> they are. And they're lively. They're, they're lively, but nice. Yeah. Like, so we, we went to Darlington and then we went to Harrogate. Yeah. And then we went to Pocklington. We did. It's a fun thing to say, isn't it? But oh, about, Darlington's yeah. one of those ones, Mark, where where you drove because you had something before it the night before. Oh, I had a corporate Yeah, gig. and I had a train. I got the train. Yeah. Two hours and 30 minutes to Darlington from London on the train. Beautiful. It must be damn near five to drive. Yeah, yeah. Took, took eight. Well, I, I didn't go directly there. I went Birmingham the night before. Actually, bring it... But as you brought up Birmingham, I was thinking we could talk about corporate gigs. So I don't think we've ever really talked about that concept on the podcast really yeah. and i just i, I had just a, an absolutely mad experience at a corporate probably about a month ago have we not mentioned this yet? no no oh, we haven't good, spoken about it on the, we haven't done a podcast Danny. oh yeah why not um, um. <laughs> so so i basically i went to this corporate i won't tell the company name is i'm not sure no. what the rules are about this um but it was like it was a, quite a big it was a big gig it was a big deal company um and well, I got there. I always get there early. You know, I'm, a, I'm a goddamn professional. Uh, got to the hotel, had my nap. And then sound check was at six on stage, half ten, which which uh, we'll come to that in a minute about, you know, that's quite a late start for a, for a gig. Um, and when I got down there for the sound check, I went up to the woman on the door and she said, sorry, it's cancelled. I was like, what? Cancelled? But she wouldn't give me any information. It was really mysterious. 
And then eventually the uh, the uh, the booker, the guy who in charge of the, the gig, the the corporate gig, he came up to me and then he, he told me that uh, it's been cancelled due to three separate um, security threats, and turns out that there was a planned armed robbery <laughs> for the evening. Yeah. Like when I would have been on stage. And it was a bit like Die Hard or Under Siege where they were trying to infiltrate earlier on in the day to get in the building. And then all of a sudden they would have gone bang, well, maybe literally bang, and and just overrun the whole place and robbed everyone. Isn't that mad? Well, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, what, um, it's, uh, and that clip would have gone viral. <laughs> what, you getting a bullet through the fucking brain? Oh, I mean, this is, that would have been a... I mean, that, that would top this year off just right then, wouldn't it? Well, I can't lose you as well. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it feels like it's, it feels almost a, a, a tall story, but... Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That, that I could have been like, I want to say Mike McLean, but it's not Mike McLean because he's no, a comedian. Yeah. I think, is it Mike um, McLean? Mike Mc, is it Mike McLean? It's Mike. Brian No, it's not Brian. not Brian. Brian McLean. Hang on. Uh, Alexa, what's the name of Bruce Willis's character in Die Hard? Bruce Willis plays John McClane. John, John McClane. I thought that'd be quite a good premise for a film. A comedian at a corporate gets taken <laughs> over and then he has to sort of, you know. Write it. Write it. Get it down. Could what we, would you call it? What would I call it? Um, laugh Hard. Laugh Hard? Yeah, but then the trouble that is, it would then, it would be a spoof of, I don't want it to be a spoof, I want it to be a film on its own. Do right. you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll laugh Seriously that, Hard. We? <laughs> Laugh harder. Have you had any bad corporate? I mean, gigs? I because corporate gigs are an interesting thing because they are a different. Going from doing a tour show to corporate gigs is it's quite interesting because you're going from people who are there to see you specifically, they like what you do, to a, a, a gig where there'll be a percentage of people that are really into comedy. Uh, there, there's a, there was a percentage of people that knew who I was. Um, there's a percentage of people that hate comedy. There's a percentage of people that just want to get drunk or are already too drunk. There's a percentage of people that just want to talk to the person next to them. Mm. Uh, so there's so many things you're dealing with and it's a different kettle of fish. It's like back in the old days, like a jongler's gig where you're just, you know, you're, you're trying to make it work. You're, you're using all your gears to try and... Yeah, yeah. Well, it couldn't be less investment, really, because no one's paid for it. Mm. The drinks, they're not paying for the drinks either. And you, comedians tend to be on right at the end. Right at the end, after the raffle. After a raffle and an auction. It's a curious... I don't know why anyone really bothers with let's it. Not, let's not talk ourselves out of work. No, that's true. But, I mean, in the old days, these things used to be, be the highest, you know, absolute highest paying gigs you could get. Mm. And, you know, danger money, all, all those things. Well, literally, when you've got an armed robbery. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I've not really done any uh, proper high-end corporates. But uh, I've done a few you know, bits and pieces of the like. The one mm. that sticks in my mind most. And what I found about this, they're really lonely. Right. They're really, really yeah, lonely. Because you haven't got a green room of comics. Yeah. Or, or like tour support. Or, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Because even if you're on tour, it's usually not, not like a whole room of comics like it is. Yeah. On I often wonder when people do tours just on their own and don't have a support. I was talking with Mike Gunn about this last night. Oh, are you? Yeah. Because he supports Lee Mack. Oh, um, yeah. And in like, and he was just, we were talking, like, if you're on your own, it is, must be. If you could imagine mm. you just going around doing this with you know on your own, it would be yeah. totally different, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be able to sort of uh, yeah, enjoy the the good times. 
yeah. you wouldn't be able to, you know, con- be consoled when, you know, when, when it went really badly. It hasn't gone badly. Hey. But um, I mm. found it really lonely. And I was sitting, I remember I was sitting in the car watching MasterChef because I didn't want to, there was no like green room or anything for me to be. Right. And I had my gear set up. That was the big mistake I made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I offered to take a PA system. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so what that meant was, is that there's no quick getaway at the end, is there? That's correct. And also there's a chance that the people in the corporate see you setting up the gear. There's that Instantly too. Instantly taking away the showbiz. Let's... Uh, I don't think there was would have been a showbiz or a, with or without me setting up the gear. <laughs> like, it was um, it was it was bad, and you know the, this is the other thing is they're never asking you to do a tight seven, are they? It's always like thirty minutes or something yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. unachievable. Yeah. So I did it, and it didn't go well. Mm. And <laughs> uh, but then of course I had to pack up all the stuff. <laughs> As wait, they started wait, the disco. Wait for the lights to cool uh, down. So, wait for the, so the disco's going on. And because <laughs> there was a fucking another PA system there, but I could have used, turns out, because they had a disco system. It was another yeah. PA. So they're all dancing as I'm pa- packing all the stuff into the car. And as I come back for the last piece, my, my um, microphone stand, they were like um, gyrating around it. And I thought, Christ, they're having more fun with the microphone stand when I'm not behind it than... <laughs> All they needed was a bloody uh, uh, stripper's pole. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. That, yeah. I, uh, but this, well, this one I did the other day, um, it, went, it went well. It was, it was good. It was, you know, sometimes they don't go well, these sort of things, but it, this went well. Um, but afterwards, I had this weird interaction with an, one of the audience members. Um, so I was chatting to, there's a, there's a nice compare. He's not a comedian, but he does a lot of these corporate mm. events and he hosts conferences. A guy called uh, David Kirk, a really nice, really nice bloke. I was having a chat with him. And then this guy came over who was working for one of the companies. And he was like, like a sort of steroids. So he was, he was sort of really massive, but like all, like I used to work in the fitness industry. I could tell straight away the telltale signs. One, just the way his muscles popped out of his shoulders. And two, his personality was horrendous. Did you look as if he had any acne on his back? I I didn't take his shirt off. And then, so he came over to us. He was being really weird. And then he was saying, my mate wants a photo. Come and have a photo with my mate. And in my head, I was like, this doesn't seem... He doesn't... Because one, if his mate wanted a photo, his mate would come over. That's the first thing. Um, And I could tell he was a... He was trying... I could just tell he's being a bit of an ass, But... I, I thought I'll roll with it and see what happens. So I walked over with him, and then, as I ex- suspected, uh, he goes, eh, "Steve, you you want a photo with this guy, don't you?" And this Steve clearly didn't want a photo with me. This guy was just—I don't know what the outcome, what he was trying to do. It was some sort of weird. And just as he was doing that, he was sort of laughing to himself because he'd stitched me up. I don't know another guy from the audience who was a fan of mine came over and asked for a photo and had one. So it really pissed on his chips. Yeah, there was, you go. Which was really, some of that, mate. Yeah, it was really good timing. Uh, but when he, when, it, when he was sort of taking me over, I was like, so you're on steroids, you lot? Because his other mate I saw was massive like that as well. He said, you asked them? Yeah, yeah, I said to him. And he, he went, no. And then he went, uh, do you want some? <laughs> <laughs> Were they on the approving marching powder as well, do you reckon? Oh, you- must be, must have been, because that 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 that, yeah. that 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 that's a, a, another um, high yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah. When you do Christmas parties, I remember 
right. you know, when if, if everyone's on the old... Uh, yeah, he must be. Cause on the bugle, the you're fucked as well because the attention span's gone, isn't it? And all they want to do is talk about themselves. Imagine yeah. that, just wanting to talk about like, yourself. If you think about Bastards. someone who's on steroids, obsessed with, yeah. like, themselves in that sense, and yeah. then also on the gear. So these steroids, I mean, obviously, we know back in the day, the wrestlers were on them a lot. Mm. And... Um, are they just show muscles? Is it just water retention or does it make you strong as well? Because the world's like strongest men, they're not that shape, are they? They're more, far more sort of uh, well, the world's strongest men defined, if can't, you like. can't take them anyway right. because it goes against the protocol. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, it does, it, you, you will be stronger, but it's, it's, not, it's not water retention. It is, you, the muscle is developing. So why are they banned? Um, but it's just unfair, isn't it? Because there's no, because you just pump more into you. And also it's a health there's definitely health things as well. See, I've got a theory about they should have a clean Olympics, right? And then they should have a anything goes Olympics. Yeah. And then we'll separate the wheat from the chaff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think nine seconds is fast, do you, mate? <laughs> like that, yeah. I, 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 I'd be up for seeing that. I think people would have heart pump attacks. Pump them. Oh, yeah. Well, just pump them full. <laughs> pump them full, see what happens. I think there are bodybuilding. There's clean bodybuilding. And there's also, I think there is on, because I think now these days, because back in the old days when they, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, because Arnold Schwarzenegger, they were all on steroids. Yeah, and he's still kicking. He must be, what, 70? But he did, has had like triple heart bypass yeah. stuff, I think, and all that sort of business. Um, but I think you can, if you actually do it with doctors, and you mm. could do it safely, I, I would have thought, yeah. or safer. But I don't know. It's yeah. just not something I think is worth it. Yeah, no, nor me. I just do it, I do it the old-fashioned way. But that's why I didn't have a biscuit earlier, Danny. Oh, that's the other thing I was. Yeah, the new you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, I just decided because I used to be an athlete, Danny. Yeah. This, all, this podcast is like an Edinburgh show. This is linking together so well. Um, I used to I don't be. Don't know how many Edinburgh to, shows you've seen that link together so well, champ. <laughs> I used to be a, a bit of an. I used to be an athlete. You mm-hmm. know, I used to yeah. compete quite high yeah, in yeah. taekwondo and uh, basketball. Yeah. Um, and I do go to the gym and, you know, keep Went this morning at 9am. I did. Well, that's it. I got up and I went. I, I was like, clattering around I, next door. I need more. Because the trouble is, when I used to compete, I'm someone who likes goals. Goals are really important for me. So when I used to train, if I had a competition, that was my goal. Uh, if it was in basketball, it would be uh, the season, the, the games. They're all the goals. If it's taekwondo, when my, I stopped competing, I then had a, like a grading. So I had to get super fit for that. So it's a goal. Uh, with comedy, I love it because there's always goals. No matter what you achieve, there's always something else you can achieve. So I think that's just, I'm quite driven in that way. And with fitness and stuff, I just hadn't got any goals really. So I, I, I need to, I haven't got a new goal, but my new yeah. goal, it was no, no chocolate hobnob goal. No chocolate hobnob goal. So far, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I've, I've, I'm motivated again. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to get myself into proper shape. Now, I was talking to someone last night about biscuits and he said he was the kind of guy that if you open up a pack of biscuits, he'll eat the whole packet of biscuits. Yeah, I'm that sort are of you guy are that as well. Sort of, well yeah. don't, I mean, I know that with pick and mix, obviously. Well, <laughs> <laughs> actually quite a lot of different snacks. But So you are like that, yeah? yeah. yeah. If it's, See, if it, so in the car, if, mm. if there's a snack open, I'll, I'll eat it all. Because right. I've got this thing where I just want to enjoy, do things that are nice. Right. So... If it's there, I'll have it. We don't have to worry about pick and mix anymore, do we? Because that's Bloody all... Wilco's. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Same oh, week as my mum. I didn't want to bring you down, mum, mate. <laughs> it's fucking hell. Never pisses when it pours, does it? <laughs> but I'm the kind of guy who can open up biscuits, have a biscuit, right? I know. And then just that, that'll just sit there now in its tin. You're the sort of guy that won't even open them. 
You're just happy that they're there. Yeah, that's, I've always often said, famously. We're, op- we're opposite. We are opposites in that sense. That's why you get so annoyed at me that I've eaten all the pick and mix because you just want to sit and leave it there. No, I just think you should have half, you know, a cup each. Yeah. Um, it's all academic now anyway. So, uh, so, so we spoke about the corporates and you, you said earlier, before we went on to that, you said about doing the gigs up north here in Harrogate. And I thought we could talk about your, your little, you, you, you created a joke just oh, for yeah, Harrogate. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Didn't it? you? So, well, you I we, did. You did just took your support slot in Harrogate and yeah. before you went on, you said to me, got this joke idea. Well, it was just, it was staring me right in the face. Literally. Literally. Because yeah. I had a bottle of water yeah, here, and it is... From Harrogate? Yeah. Harrogate water. Harrogate mineral water. Yeah. Yeah. And um, quite a distinctive bottle. Mm. Yeah. And I've just thought of a story about bottled water. Remind me to tell you after. Yeah. Um, and uh, I said, uh, I said, oh, look, um, I'll drink some water on stage. Yeah. And I go, oh, this water tastes rough. Where's it from? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And look at the bottle, right? Nice. And I said to you at the time, which you'd already decided, yeah. was I said, don't open don't, that. No, no, no. <laughs> let, is, let them like you first. Yeah, this is, this is, good, this is good chat, isn't it? Is it good if joke chat. If, you, if you're ever going to do something like that, off-piste, mm. and we've all fallen for it yeah. and tried to say something You've new for the for first it. time. Oh, in the competition, competition final. Yeah. Or semi-final. Semi-final. No, final. Final. So of, you think you're funny. No, amuse no, um, moves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, it's always good, I think, to have a line. To have a line that you can, you know, you know works, get your laugh and then start playing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go on saying something you've never said out loud before and it tanks, well, then you've got a massive uphill battle. Especially if the joke is a slagging off something. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, probably, off the place quite, where they are. they're yeah. probably quite proud of. So I did it after um, uh, um, a, a, new, a new piece. Yeah, but not new brand new. You, not knew, brand new you knew it was yeah. a really big yeah, line. Yeah, really big laugh. And that's when I dropped it in. Yeah. yeah and it worked, but... Yeah. I didn't wait for the laugh from the previous joke to die down enough no, so that not everyone no. got it. Because the previous joke is a big hitter. Yeah. So, so you, they're still think, thinking about that. Yeah. And then also the, the, the joke about the water, is it's not you don't slap them in the face with it. No, they no. do actually have to do a bit of work yeah. and realise it's the Harrogate water that you're talking about. 
So it worked, but it, I believe it would have worked even better had that laugh just settled yeah. down a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when people would have heard it. Because yeah. that's, again, another interesting also lesson the, in, how, in, in just taking your time. Yeah, but it's also in the timing of you taking that swig of water. Because if you take a swig of water while that laugh's happening, you sort of don't know when it's going to die down and you want to say it as you finish the swig, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Because I do drink a bit of water normally in that bit. Yeah, yeah. To wait until I hit them. With the... Well, anyway, I tell you what, I've got it, I'm, I filmed it. I'll mm. clip that one up. Yep. Uh, that'll be the second. Uh, that'll be the second uh, um, TikTok. TikTok I deliver. There you go. Check that out. Danny Ward comedy. Is it Danny Ward comedy, mate? Now, yeah. Um, and what was your story about bottled water? Uh, when I was at university, I got a bottle of water, and I noticed that it was green. There was some algae growing on the inside of the bottle. What? Yeah, Tom Cobbley water. It was called. And it was flavoured peach, so I think there's some additives in it that might, you know, go uh, off perhaps, or I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I posted it back the bottle with the green algae in it expecting to you know have at least two or three cases of water delivered yeah and never heard from them again well do you know what though i've never heard of that company since maybe yeah hopefully they've gone out of business sons of bitches <laughs> well that's yeah it's what you get it's like the veg honest custard tart story isn't it you don't play with daniel J. <laughs> And the coffee on the top of the cup. We have a good of, laugh. Like, I don't know if we can do this, because when we talk about bottled water, I always think of John Mann's joke, but I don't know if we can just tell someone Yeah, of course someone we can. Don't mind me, won't mind. He'll love it. Yeah? Yeah. He's got a great joke yeah, about bottled water. And it's I love it, because it's one of those things, that it's, it's the same as that. He would take a swig of water, and then it feels so natural, because he then does a bit about the water. So, uh, John Mann, brilliant comic. Yep. Uh, like, old... Old school, but I'm not doing like a gig for him soon. but not like old school. Old school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for, for charity. Good solid jokes, John Cancer, Man. Anti charity. Oh, I'm doing it as well. Oh yeah. Am I? Yeah. Oh yeah. I might, are, might, I might be. <laughs> um, so you've got some new headshots made, aren't you? That's just a question mark. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, question mark. There you go. That could be uh, the Easter name egg. of my uh, my book tour. Where the Q and A question mark. That's I thought you had a name for your mark for your talk for your book. Well, yeah, my book's going to be called Mark My Words. Yeah, that's right. And then what was the other thing? Making a mark. Making a mark and just skid mark. <laughs> I don't know what that project is. Um, and uh, yeah, so so John Mann's got a brilliant joke where he uh, he sort of he reads off the bottle and it's um, I don't know where what I, I won't do it justice. No, but the idea is um, this water has been filtered through the. Alps uh, for two thousand years and blah 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 and to to make this bottle of water and he does all this massive long spiel about it and then it goes best before next Thursday <laughs> or or he will say the date but it's such a good joke yeah good really bit of fun funny. but also it's like real it's true though isn't it why is that water going off having I think we're finding more, well it doesn't I think is 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 the is the answer it's just it's a it's a means of uh, ensuring consumption by a certain point, which will therefore drive more demand for the product. You think so? Well, they're doing a lot of that now where they're getting rid of um, best before dates and stuff, oh. like in, in supermarkets, because people, some people are very funny about it, you know, and mm. a perfectly good tomato, and says best before away. the 19th, we'll chuck it out. That's, that's the fucking thing. How long do potatoes sit in a potato shed before they get eaten? Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, they get yeah, given yeah. A, an arbitrary best before date. You can tell when potatoes have had it. My mm. friends at university had a... a when the a, chips a, are down. Had a... Had a <laughs> And a, a a bag of potatoes, right? Yeah. In a in a cupboard, and do you know what happens with potatoes? They they it look, picks they, up sprouting. Yeah, but they, they get the eyes they're called. But these weren't eyes, Mark. These it looked like a, a 
glacial cathedral. These things had grown upwards out of this bag of potatoes, a good foot, foot and a half, trying to reach the light. Right. And it looked like some sort of, yeah, you know, um, mystical kingdom. Yeah. Um, um, so those potatoes probably weren't edible. But if you buy a, you know, a potato, basset, russet, roost, what, the roost yeah. and it says, you know, King, King, King Edward, King Edward, best before 28th of November, and you're eating on the 30th, and it's, you think, oh, I'm not having that because it's two days out of date. That's, you know, that is... It's nonsense. Yeah, we've got to do away with all that now. Uh, you, you have, you've got a dinner date. So we've got... I've got lunch. Uh, we've, got, we've, first, we've got about five minutes. It's the first... Um, it's my first roast of the season. Oh, that's lovely. You love a roast. So we've got a choice of things to cover. Right. We can either cover a couple of jokes I found, old jokes from 2012 on my Facebook memories, or we could talk about jokes in everyday life. So, which would relate to uh, a restaurant visit we had recently. Which, which, which let's, would you like? Let's do the restaurant visit then. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I quite like it when... So quite often you get jokes in everyday life that you can just crack jokes when the same thing happens over and over again. So, like, for example, these days people are always in restaurants asking, have you got any allergies? That seems to be the, the new fad. Every restaurant says, have you got any allergies? Uh, and then we, a while ago, just were trying to think of funny answers to that. So I always go for hay fever. Yeah. And you go I say for, penicillin. You say penicillin. Because it is real. And it's a, and it's a, have you, is that really real? Yeah. Oh. The and, listeners should know that just in case. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so we always sort of compete to see who can say that yeah. one f- first. Anyway, I, I went for a, a meal. So I didn't, re- didn't realise people, loads of people do this. So I went for a meal with my dad and the woman came over and she said, and my dad and I had never discussed this before as, yeah. a, as a thing. And the woman said, have you got any allergies? And we, my dad and I both answered at the same time. My dad said, paying the bill. Yeah. And I said, hay fever. But she didn't hear my dad. She just heard me say hay fever. And then she went, oh, hay fever. She sort of chuckled and she went, uh, yeah, most people say paying the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's great. So it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. That, 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 that as a, as a, everyone's. Yeah, but you know what? They've tightened up on our fun now because they've added the word food before, it, haven't they? Oh, Often they? now, yeah, they go any food allergies. Oh. And that they, they they pulled the rug from under us. Oh, I did. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I, had, I that, noticed that. But they must get fed up with it. Because well, because <laughs> it's, it's that thing of you know sort of when people say like people can come up with the same joke in comedy, but it's it's one of those things. If if the world's exposed to something. Of course, people naturally are all going to come to that. Because that is quite an obvious thing, isn't it? As a joke, it's still quite funny. But <laughs> but but, but I, I wonder if they appreciate the creativity of not going down the. She seemed to enjoy the hay fever because she's so used to people saying the bill. I'd never heard the bill before. No, but then yeah, I yeah. I'd never heard the bill. Before. Isn't that funny that my dad said it? At the same it's quite time. funny your dad said it. And yeah, I doubt he'd ever said that before because <laughs> the bill. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> there's another saying like that. We always, my mate's dad says it. They, if someone's tight, they say he's first. Hang on, let me get this right. First out of the cab, last to the bar. First out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> so, uh, so we're 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 getting back out on the tour. In the next week or so, we are coming to Folkestone on the 19th of October to the Tower Theatre, Leicester, 22nd of October, the Y Theatre, Peterborough, 25th of October, the Key Theatre, and Lincoln, 26th of October at The Drill. And there are plenty more shows after the that. Where? The Drill, it's called. The Drill. I guess like the Drill Hall, I'm thinking, but it's called The Drill on the, on the website. 
so uh, check it out. Uh, Jokes with Mark Simmons on social media. Link that's is so. in my bio. And that's Mark that's Simmons, that's hang on, Danny. Sorry. And Mark Simmons, <laughs> just trying to get this out. I can't get it out. Uh, MarkSimmons.co.uk. Uh, we're coming to lots of places. We're adding lots more dates. We're doing another year of the tour, which is which is amazing. I'm so thank thank you so much to everyone who's been coming out and supporting, and we'd love to see you at a future show. Uh, what was that venue called? The Drill. Oh, that's a that's a whole different place. That's a whole, whole, whole different whole. place. Oh, uh, you screwed up. <laughs> Every um, uh, um, um, uh, uh, drills, let me think, um, gallon keys. Oh, you nailed it. Uh, uh, no, stop it, Mark. That was. Are you hammered? What? Um, Allen keys. <laughs> <laughs> bits. I'm in bits. Anything more from you, Daddy? I'm in bits, Mark. Are you in bits? Is that anything, anything other than be, being in bits anymore from you? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. Hashtag Awuga, everybody. And remember, be, be more jail. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.